Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. One day trades. Three cents a share. That's $3. You cheap. And one plays scratch-offs. When we go to gamble, we go to lose. If they still work here, you can bet they're in the bend. Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Kyle Van Noy, not surprised. Seen it for so many years. Impressed. You know, you get you be a little older and they start saying you can't do it anymore. And Kyle does take that personally, by the way. You know, and it's probably, probably part of what fuels him. Yeah, he really does have good pro- pocket presence. I mean, he's got a good feel in the pocket. He always has. You know, sometimes uh, sometimes it's almost too much. I mean, he'll, sometimes he'll really hold, hold on to that ball, you know. And uh, I think he trusts his guys, his linemen. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of that stuff really came open a little, a little more. You know, we had some, we had some good little uh, ideas there as far as scheme-wise. But, you know, if you run the ball well, uh, we had really good protection. So it gave us time to let some of those routes unfold. Uh, some other some other games when we had some of those things called it didn't quite have as much time you know all those things kind of go together and that's what you have to have to get the ball downfield times the win games and you feel like you know you're going to want the win in the fourth quarter for you in a close game uh, that's something that we've taken into consideration but probably you know the added effect in this game was that we started off so hot on offense the fact that our, our, we were able to take the ball down the field the way we did uh, you know was was just and, and we were into the win so that was a big plus for us. John Harbaugh, Ravens head coach. That was yesterday. So he met with the media. Uh, their one winning drive uh, following the 38-6 demolition of the Detroit Lions on Sunday afternoon. And something we talked about yesterday, which was a talking point. Now the game, once it unfolded, kind of blew this out of the water. But John Harbaugh usually, if they win, the coin toss defers. Yep. So they took the ball, and he mentioned the wind, and we brought this up yesterday too, Vinny. After Sunday's win, the Ravens have now outscored the opposition like 55-6 to in the first quarter, so it usually has been to their benefit to get the ball because they usually tend to do some damage early. They've been the most effective first-quarter team in the NFL this year for the most part, and then things start to decline as the game unfolds, but they were consistent for 60 minutes. Didn't really need to put the pedals to the metal in the fourth quarter because the game was already decided. Yeah. But he mentioned the wind, and it was, what, 17, 18 miles an hour yeah. at kickoff. So John Harbaugh looking at a bunch of different factors in regards to that decision. Well, when when we saw, like, when they scored those first couple touchdowns, Justin Tucker was kicking those short kicks because they were into the wind. You know, when they were kicking in the second quarter, he was putting them in in the end zone. So the wind affected the kicking game. The wind did not affect Lamar one bit, whereas on the other side with golf, at least early on in the game, that wind affected him. That ball was flying all over the place. Because when you saw it, 
you know, he didn't have a tight spiral, golfed it. Lamar did. And I didn't see one ball get affected by the wind from Lamar. And uh, John Harbaugh also talked about the fact that Lamar has gotten better throwing the ball down the field. As uh, You know, what was the question about him? And we've questioned it because the numbers have yeah. pretty much said that accuracy-wise, he's been one of the quarterbacks who struggle in those situations. But Sunday, I mean, right at first drive, he hits Zay Flowers, gets him into uh, a... Ideal situation, then he does the rest with his feet there, and then the, the improvising and adapting to Nelson Aguilar. I mean, we look at the Lamar Jackson through now six years, I believe it is, into uh-huh. the NFL. He's made some highlight reel, brilliant. You know, when you look at his career in the NFL Films Archive thing that they do for studs, he's got a lot of plays. That one's going to be added to the reel. Yeah, and, and Bob, not only for Lamar, you know, made a hell of a play was Aguilar because he wasn't even in the play. He was on the Bob because Lamar scrambles, right? He's on the right side. You know, he runs a route to the right and then he kind of goes back to the middle and then he kind of shakes the DB and then he takes off and then Lamar sees him. So it was a hell of a play by both guys. Really Aguilar too. Aguilar made a hell of a play right there. That was, that was nice to watch. Um, But Bob watching the receivers, I was watching them this morning and Harbs will talk about it too. Uh, they ran hard. They ran hard. And, you know, those deep in routes, the, like the first one that um, um, Flowers caught, one of the, the receiver on the outside, he's got to run a post route. That, that's what I always used to have to It's take two. That Your job is to take two. Your job is to take your corner and your safety and take them deep so you can come underneath. You know, and then the tight end, he comes underneath. It's called the NC, we used to call it NCAA route because everybody runs it, you know. And then he was running a deep end like 18 to 22. So he's between the linebackers and in front of the safety. And then, boom, there was a huge hole. And we saw it afterwards, you know, all the room he had to run. Now, was this a byproduct of Detroit playing maybe a little softer than they anticipated or that the receivers are kind of like, you know what? We need to become a little bit more engaged here. There had to be a Newt Rockney somewhere, a come to Jesus. If they're all running that hard after we've seen at times, Vinny, some, uh, we talked about it last week, uh, Rashad Bateman in London. I mean, yep. some guys maybe aren't uh, bringing the intensity the way that they would have hoped they would. And, Bob, of the receivers, I would say Bateman fell into that category. Now, he played fast, explosive in this game. I thought he looked looked really good. That's the best I've seen him look this year, running routes. He was open. He was separating. So he played played well. And and I told you off-air when I was watching the film, you know, like a lot of times there's routes on – the right and the left. All right, let's say Flowers is on the right, Bateman's on the left, and they're mirrored routes. They're both running the hitch route or whatever. And the quarterback and both corners are off. So you can throw to either side. You get to pay, you know, whoever. And that always goes to Flowers. Every All the time goes to Flowers. So he's got to gain – Bateman's got to gain the confidence of Lamar – 
where it becomes more natural for him to want to come back to him. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Turn it up Tuesday, crank it up to 12. Pick a song, we'll play it as loud as we possibly can. Again, it goes to 12 here on our volume level for Ted. 583-1057, send the request to the Plaza Ford text line. And also heard from John Harbaugh there in the opening montage talking about the pass rush improvements this season. And he specifically mentioned Kyle Van Noy who had two sacks on Sunday. The Ravens, after seven weeks of NFL, they lead the league in sacks with 29, four ahead of Buffalo right now. Yeah, and Matabike's the leader with, what, four and a half, five, something like that? I mean, it's spread out amongst the— Five and a half. What is it spread out amongst? 11 dudes have sacks, something like that? So um, they spread to wealth, and a lot of it is schematically, you know, why— do they have one guy that just lines up? Do, do they have a Miles Garrett that just lines up and beats people out? No. So they do a lot of stunting and twisting. You know, when Judon had nine that year when he was here, I called him wink-aided because seven of them were wink-aided. You know, he didn't beat guys by himself. He beat them, you know, because of stunting and twisting and doing those things. And I think that's – Mike McDonald deserves a lot of credit for scheming them up. And, you know, Clowney and, and Vano, they play hard. They don't stop. And the guy who's gotten better a ton, Matabike, has gotten much better. You know, he's using his hands really well. And, you know, because coming out, he was, you know, the first few years, good run defender. We don't see anything in the past. Now, you know, and Harbs gives Chucky Smith a lot of credit. Um, and Anthony Weaver, the D-line coach, that he's got a – Move. He's got a couple moves now. And Bob, and they use, like, they'll put Oway over the guard or Clowney over the guard, and they'll put Matabike on the outside. And he does a nice job against the tackles, too. It's 50 and 81 up, 5 7 the pants. So the Ravens are 5 and 2 after the blowout of Detroit off to Arizona, taking on the Cardinals, who are 1 and 6. Ravens, pretty significant favorites in this ballgame. Eight and a half points. Week seven ended last night. Minnesota beat San Francisco twenty-two to seventeen. Uh, Kirk Cousins had the pick yep. early, which was more of an effort thing. They were fighting for the ball, but boy, he settled in nicely and had a really strong game. As Minnesota got a much-needed win for the 49ers, they've dropped two in a row all of a sudden. Yeah, two in a row on the road, and Bob, and then they got Cincy coming this week. So I mean, they don't they don't have any time to. To relax. Uh, well, they they were without Trent Williams, the starting left tackle, and then they were also Debo Samuel, Debo Samuel, out. their best receiver. Ayuk played well, you know, and McCaffrey played well. They just Bob, their their defense. They got both. They got legit sack dudes. Did not get one sack. Their defense is what killed them last night. You know, I mean, their defense gave what uh, um, Cousins threw for almost four hundred yards. Yeah, 379. Yeah. So, I mean, come on. And no sacks? And they were picking on uh, number seven all night. And, and Bob, and no Justin Jefferson for the Vikings. Yeah, he's been out for a couple of weeks. And you knew Addison was going to step up eventually. And he did last night, seven for a buck 23, a couple of touchdowns there. So it was the Minnesota Vikings. uh, Bynum had two picks, including the game sealer there off Brock Purdy. Now the narrative is, is Brock Purdy is the, you know, is he turned into the pumpkin? 
all of a sudden after starting 14 and 0 during the regular season. I thought he made some nice throws, Bob, under pressure and stuff, you know, and he's he's got to me the thing that he's got his uh anticipation spectacular. We have new American League champions, Major League Baseball, the Texas Rangers, they clobber the Houston Astros last night, 11-4, got on Houston early and then pulled away. Uh, Garcia, two home runs yesterday. He drove in 14 runs during the series. The series. He had 14 ribbies as, uh, you know, Texas Rangers, man. 8-0 on the road yeah. in the playoffs. They had a losing record on the road during the regular season. But what it turned out to be in the end for the Astros, in my humble opinion, it was a home field disadvantage. They were one in five at home during the playoffs. They had a losing record yeah. during the regular season, which is mind-boggling. Uh, we'll talk about it with Ryan Ripken later, how a team with a losing record at home came, what, a game away from getting to the World Series. But in the end, it was Texas. Bruce Bochy getting back for the fifth time as the manager of a World Series team. And uh, Texas hasn't won the uh, AL Championship since 11 when they went back-to-back years in 10 and 11. And one of the teams they lost to, Nolan, trivia question, San Francisco Giants managed by Bruce Bochy. So it's been 12 years waiting for the Texas Rangers who lost over 100 games two years ago, over 90 games last year. And here they are going to be the home team advantage in the World Series National League to be decided tonight as the Arizona Diamondbacks, that 84-win team, just won't go away. They got up early off in Fam and Guriel go deep early, and then Merrill Kelly was outstanding, and then the Diamondbacks bullpen as well. So that series now 3-3, Game 7 coming up tonight in Philadelphia. As we said, Ryan Ripken's going to be joining us later in the show, 1230 to be exact. we got a lot to get to. It's Turn It Up Tuesday. It's a busy sports week. We're talking with you here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. As Hyder would say, the Bobster and the Vin Man. I like our guys. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Vin. He's always had you know, a lot of upside for sure. You would see the uh, kind of dominant plays here and there. He's probably just, I think he's just made more of those. You know, he's more consistent making more uh, dominant type plays. 
John Harbaugh, Ravens head coach yesterday, talking about Justin Matt at BK. Leads the Ravens in sacks with five and a half. And we go back to a couple years ago. Nolan, were you working with us when this happened? When Peter King said that Matt Abike was going to be a candidate for Defensive Player of the Year? No, but I remember it well. Was that land one? a moment in time. And we were like, what? where'd that come from? Yeah, and it was, I guess he was talking to somebody out at one winning drive. And needless to say, he fell far short yeah. of that sort of uh, expectation. But we saw him flash... Vinny, especially in the second half of last year. And now this year, he's been one of the more dominant interior linemen in the National Football League through seven games. And coincidentally enough, I believe there's a payday coming here shortly, too. Yes, there is. You know, coincidentally enough, you're right. But the other interesting thing, you know, like Harbs gave um, praise to Chucky Smith, but... If I remember right, talking with Matt Abike when he talked um, during training camp, he works with Chucky Smith every off, sum- off in the summertime all the time, anyhow. So that's that. You know, he's been he's been trying to get better, but it's just really come together this year. I mean, because he's playing the run beautifully. I mean, I showed Norm one of the clips. I mean, Bob against the run in in the game Sunday. He. He the blocker comes right out at him. He punches him, locks him out. Got his eyes up, sees the ball coming, tosses the guy, makes the tackle. I mean, it was perfect. It was textbook, and that's how he's he's playing the pass too. And he's lining up. They're letting him line up outside some too at the defensive end spot, you know, because he's got a good takeoff. So yeah, the the kids the kids made improvement. Bob, he's got some nice moves because he's always had good hands, but now he's got moves. NBA starts tonight. Let that sink in for a minute. Wizards start tomorrow against Indiana. NHL's already, what, two weeks into the season? Yeah. Let that sink in. By the way, Nolan, you know what's a week from the day? And I don't want to be all, I'm not doom and gloom, and I'm just, as you get older, the passage of time and how quickly it is just kind of blows you away. Halloween's a week from tonight. Yeah. I've already blown through my candy. I don't know uh, about you guys. But. Well, I haven't even bought mine yet, but trust me, when I do... Those Snickers, no chance. It's like the Lions against the Ravens. Lions versus Ravens. Lions have no chance, and the Snickers have no chance when I get my hands on them. Maryland back on the field this Saturday at Northwestern. Unfortunately, news you don't want to hear. Kevin Sumlin down in Florida with DUI. Saturday night. On a bye week. So they're back, and they're they're big favorites, Maryland, 13.5 points. Against the Wildcats, it, it, it's a must-win game. They've lost two in a row. They got in-house things to deal with. Certainly, we coach someone there, but Maryland loses this game. The season will get longer, longer, and lo- that's now you're looking at three straight L's, Vinny. And with the schedule, still looking at Penn State and Michigan and Nebraska, who's now above 500. Rutgers, yeah. who's already bowl eligible, six and two. Yeah, yeah it's not no. Not idea. Better win this game. At least to get your bowl eligible, but just make it a bowl game. And I think we'll all agree because we've talked to Damon Evans about a thousand times. Just getting bowl eligible is no longer acceptable here. Not a six win bowl game, you know. I mean, if you're if you're getting Orange Bowl, you know, if you're getting January one bowl, yeah, that's that's acceptable. But you know, these um, the pinstripe bowl and all that Man-A crap. Bowl. They get, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
you know, been there, done that. Yeah, it's time to uh, take it to the next level. I mean, you have a quarterback putting up record numbers for the university, but they just seem to find ways to not make it happen. So it's Northwestern noon on Saturday, gaming here on the fan, and then Penn State, Nebraska, Michigan, Rutgers. Bob, Man, you know what's funny is I'm, getting, this, I'm a little concerned. Though. Right, because just just think of what the narrative would be right now had they beat Illinois, and they're sitting six and one. You know, the narrative is you know, hey, they they got to beat either Michigan or Penn State. You know, win out. You know, that's that's right. where they're at. And to your point, Vinny, they beat Illinois. We're not even talking about them losing the Northwestern no, possibly. No. That's puffy pants at least. Yep. And that Penn State, which is always going to be a trying time for them because Penn State, there'll be more Penn State fans than Maryland fans at CQ Stadium. Now it's like, man, they lose to Northwestern as 13-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah. And they might not win another game. The thing I didn't like, Bob, when we did talk to Damon last Thursday, the first words out of his mouth was, you know, we got out coached. Unprepared. Yeah. Yes. Not ready to play. Yes. Yeah. Those are bad. Yes. Things to hear. All right. Let's get out to the phone. Sports at 583-1057. Ravens extremely prepared, obviously, against Detroit. 38-6. Now off to Arizona. Eight and a half point favorites there. Uh, Texas Rangers win the American League pennant, blowing out the Astros last night. National League to be determined tonight. Philadelphia hosting Arizona. As we said, NBA starts today. It's crazy time. Let's get out to the phones. Owings Mills, it's Harry. Harry, thanks for holding. How's your turn up Tuesday so far? No problem, fellas. My turn up Tuesday is fantastic, especially after Sunday. Um, how are you all doing today? Wonderful. Doing all right, Harry. Fantastic. Three things I want to go over really quick. Number one, I was extremely excited about uh, Odafi uh, excuse me, Owe. Uh-huh. Because he got the sack, but the fact that he got so riled up and excited about it was great news to me because to me, I always see him as someone who is passive, and I need a dog on that line. And if he's going to be that dog, I'm very excited about that. See, I think think watching him out at practice all the time, at least this year, and maybe it's because of a a Jabo, they're always, like, um, playing with energy, extreme amount of energy, and that's kind of how he's been playing in the games. Okay. Well, that's great news. Good. Going forward, give me some more of that. Um, Second point, and question for you, Ben. Um, Geno Stone, when he made that executive decision or that business decision, because he could have stuck his nose up in there and had made a tackle. How is that viewed in the film room? Is that viewed, well, hey, we had a chance to shut him out because maybe they don't try to kick a field goal just to get points. They go for it. How is that viewed in the film room? Um, when you win 38-6 to six, and, you yeah, know, and he leads the league in interceptions, um, okay. he'll, get, he'll get a minus or whatever, and, you know, they'll talk to him about it, but uh, – it's viewed totally differently than had they lost. Okay, I understood. And, and my, my final point, and please give me some idea of why Brian Hoyer is still in the NFL. I have no idea. He is, at best, he is a bum. Oh. At best. Help well, me understand, please. Well, I think Josh McDaniels had been there for a long time in New England, and Hoyer had been – in New England for a long time with Josh McDaniels, and they were counting on Garoppolo and a draft pick, and then Hoyer would be the third guy and never have to play. 
You know, and then I'm sure they probably, well, if he's got to play, we're probably in trouble, you know. And they were. Yes. And they stumped. You've got to be able to come up with somebody. It's too much young talent out there that to have, keep recycling him, in my opinion. Actually, if I could ask you one more question, because yeah, I want to understand quick. what this meant. They talked last night about Christopher McCaffrey, and they said, what, 17 or 16 consecutive touchdowns? 16. And they said something about beyond scrimmage or something. What exactly does that mean? Because I'm like, to me, what other kind is there? I don't know. He's got, what, 16 touchdowns in 16 Thanks, straight games, which he's, what, one away from tying the record or something. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, by the way, two last night. If you missed it, Monday Night Football, 105.7 The Fan. One by Minnesota. I know a certain guy wearing a purple shirt today that picked Minnesota. We'll get into all of that later in the show. But if you're on the phones, hang tight. Talking about the Ravens right now. You got the American League champion, Texas Rangers, them going to the World Series. Does it make you feel any better about them beating up on the Orioles? I don't feel better about it at all. I mean, once the Orioles lost, I had no rooting interest in this thing because I don't even have, like, the Yankees to root against. So just, I'm just kind of going with the flow. Adolis Garcia is kind of getting on my nerves a little bit. I must say that. Talk about Maryland. Take it on Northwestern. Start of the NBA season. Anything on your mind? We're here for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The Sports Pulse of Baltimore. 1057 The Fan. I can't believe we got flushed out of the pocket. Why wasn't the first route open? Or maybe the route wasn't run the right way somewhere, and I'm mad. And then I'm then I'm thinking, well, Lamar's getting away, and some, you know, I'm thinking, find somebody, somebody get open, and the ball goes up as a touchdown, and I scream for joy. John Harbaugh, the question was, what were you thinking during the touchdown play to Nelson Aguilar? And he just gave you the he went through all the emotions in that one. Anger, acceptance. Confusion, sadness, maybe at one point in time, but in the end, it was exaltation as Lamar Jackson extended that play, what, nine seconds? So over nine seconds. Mm-hmm. And then, as you said in the first segment there, Vinny, Nelson Aguilar got himself open, got himself a touchdown. <clears throat> and did a real nice job. And they work on that kind of stuff a lot, you know, because when you have a quarterback that scrambles like that, you better work on uh, when plays break down. Which they do a bunch and it and it showed, but that was that was a hell of a play by uh, Lamar and the old line didn't do a bad job. I mean, he just kind of left because it was time, you know, because he had been back in a pocket, nobody's open, and then he scrambled, you know, around here and there, and you know, he looked like he was back on the beach jumping over jet skis, and then stopped, and then Aguilar got open and he hit him. I mean, it was it was a hell of a play, you know, because. Lamar didn't run much in that game. 
You know, I mean, he he was feeling it, throwing it, and you know, and he wants to throw the ball. Hey, he had the uh, the fourth and one touchdown run, the bootleg, which, yeah, which led to the first touchdown, but only air quotes thirty six yards for Lamar, who, by the way, is the leading rusher on the team, and kind of kind of figured that really, you know, and it's a uh, running game by committee. It's kind of the way I see it, you know, because uh, Gus and and Justice, they kind of split it. And, you know, I mean, Justice in the first half, I think he had three carries for 33 yards, you know, and Gus had 36 yards in the first half. So, I mean, they were they were productive. I thought this, too. I thought the old line did an awesome job knocking Detroit off the ball. I mean, I was shocked at how – because Detroit coming in was number one against the rush, 64 yards a game. And the Ravens – they came off the ball. Their combo blocks were great. And what do I mean by that? You know, like when the center and guard come off, you know, Linderbaum will come off with the guard, and then he'll feel that the guard's got the guy, and then he'll come up on the linebacker. Um, they did a they did a great job doing that. 410-583-1057 is the number. If you want to join us, turn it up Tuesday. Got Kevin Allstriker covers the Ravens for USA Today. He joined us each week to talk about the game that was. Look ahead to the game that will be, and it's Arizona out west. 425 kickoff. Whip around 1115. A lot going on in the world of sports. We'll address as much as we possibly can. And then now seven weeks of NFL fun are done. And Vinny's Dirty Dozen. Who are the top 12 teams? In the National Football League, and some of the teams took it on the chin. Boy, they did this weekend, and we'll get to that as well. But let's go to Ellicott City, bring in Kevin. Kevin, what's happening on this Turn It Up Tuesday? Bob, Vinny, good morning on this Turn It Up Tuesday. What's happening, I would, Kevin? Uh, I would love to hear Bottlenecks Still Riding. It's a quality song that's made for the air. Um, but uh, as far as Lamar. And his progressive build-up to, uh, you know, really be a front-runner for the MVP. You guys being sports professionals, how do you feel the NFL separates itself from, say, what Norm and I were talking about with the uh, college Heisman, right? Like, once a guy seems to be the front-runner there, I mean, other than if he quits, they generally kind of win it to some degree, and maybe they earn it. I'm not trying to take away from the award. But I guess what I'm asking from you fellows is, is like, how do you feel the NFL really gives guys a true, honest chance to win the MVP? And what do you think Lamar has to do to stay on that path? I hope you all have a great day. Bob can talk about the Heisman. He's a Heisman voter. Correct. But but the um, MVP – I, I th- it's a quarterback award, pretty much. You know, the MVP is. And the thing that I like about the MVP, it usually goes to a quarterback that is on the winning, you know, a team that wins games. And same with the Heisman, quite frankly. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so I, I like I like that. And, you know, I, I think it – I. I think it changes. Like last year, first five games, you say Lamar Jackson was the leader in the clubhouse, and then he was nowhere to be seen. So it's 17-week award, and you got to be consistent. That's about it. You got to win, and you got to be consistent. You got to put up stats. He is in as we sit here on uh, October the 24th. He's in the conversation. 
Oh, no doubt. Through seven games, approaching the halfway mark. For instance, just looking at quarterback rating. Tua Tungalaiola's number one, coming off a loss. When they had to level up, Buffalo spacked him around, and then they lost on the road at Philadelphia. Not that it was his fault they lost. Yeah. Point is, Brock Purdy's number two quarterback rating. They've lost two in a row, and he's made some critical mistakes yep. in the losses. Lamar coming in at number three, coming off a win. Hey, Kirk Cousins is fourth in quarterback rating. However, unlike Miami, San Francisco, Baltimore, and Mahomes is right behind uh, Cousins, Kansas City, they're all winning teams. Whereas the Vikings right now have a losing record. And, and I would say this, Bob. These are four critical games for Lamar Jackson. Thursday, November 16th, Bengals, 8-15. Sunday, November 26th, 8-20, at the Chargers. Sunday, December 17th, 8-20, at the Jaguars. Monday, December 29th, at the Niners. Why? National TV. You want to win? You want to win those awards? National TV, Bob. I mean, Dana Stubblefield won Defensive MVP. We played on a Monday night against Philly. He played against a crap offensive guard. I think he had four sacks in that game. Won the defensive that night. He won it. Video Haney one of five seven. The fan. If you're on the phones, we'll get you when we come back. Kevin Allstriker, USA Today. The Ravens wire. Ravens eight and a half point favorites at Arizona. There's no such thing as a trap game, is there? Vinny and Haney, two opposites attracted by a paycheck. 105.7 The Fan. Kevin Allstriker, USA Today, Ravens Wire, top of the hour, whip around 11.15. Vinny dirty does it. San Francisco losing two in a row after Minnesota got them last night. Monday Night Football, a game you get here on The Fan. Texas Rangers, American League champions for the first time since 2011. Taking out Houston 11-4. Game 7 National League coming up tonight. Is Arizona's at Philadelphia. Ryan Ripken will be joining us at 12-30 to preview that ballgame. Maryland back on the uh, football field Saturday at noon against Northwestern. Chip Patterson joins us in the 1 o'clock hour from CBSSports.com to talk about the college football landscape now more than halfway through. Season Ravens eight and a half point favorites at Arizona. Lamar coming off a brilliant performance, one of the best games of his career. Let's get out to the phones. Let's go to Jay in Baltimore. Jay, what's happening on this Turn It Up Tuesday? It's Vinny and Haney and Nolan. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, my question is: Out of all the uh, free agents we're about to have at the end of the season, can you name three defensive players you want to keep? And one offensive player, no matter what the uh, price may be, if you could. And also, what is the one NFC team Lamar lost to? Y'all have a great day. Oh, he's 15 and 1, 16. Didn't we talk about this yesterday? Who did he lose to? Giants, yet last year. Yeah, Giants. Yep. Wink. Remember, he fumbled late in that ball game. That was a game they should have won. That was one of those fourth-quarter meltdowns for sure. But three defensive players, free agency. Queen Matabike. Or yeah, you've already signed Washington. Washington. They're going to have to start trimming some dudes, though, I would assume, to keep I, those I don't know. guys I don't around. think they – yeah, that'll be tough to keep those two. Um, is Stevens – Stevens got to be close to being up, too. He's in his third year. 
2020, right? When he part of that draft class with yeah. Geno Stone and, and those he guys? wasn't a first rounder. Uh, he was what fourth, third, or fourth rounder? I believe. Right. So he's up. You know, he'll be a he'll be a free agent after next yeah, year. Fourth year guys here. Yeah, yeah. So, well, it's good problems to have. Right. Um, they'll just. You know, I mean, those are two really good defensive players that play a big part of, you know, your defense being ranked number two in the league right now. You know, and then then you got to make a decision somewhat on Oway. And Bateman. And Bateman. Into the offense. All right, let's get out to the phones. Let's go to Rick in Florida. Rick, what's happening? Turn it up Tuesday. How are you guys doing? Hey, good. Rick. Um, I want to talk about Geno Stone and his uh, low football IQ for making that interception on Sunday. He made the interception on fourth down. Yeah. Yeah. Behind the scrimmage, it was around the 35-yard line. He made the interception in the end zone, brought the ball out to the 20-yard line for the Ravens. So he actually lost 15 yards for the Ravens by not knocking the ball down. Correct. Yeah, we talked about it yesterday. Yeah, if there, you know, if that's a close game, he's getting destroyed. Yes. I would think for that. Yeah, moment. if yeah, if, it, if it's a tight game, you know, I mean, what were they up like uh, twenty eight or thirty something at that time? Then I don't have a problem with it. I mean, if I played for Augie Weibel, and if I had made an interception like that, me down on the bench right away for the rest of the game. I mean, you have to play smart. I know. I'm not sure exactly what year it was, but I believe it was um, the the Chargers against uh, Kansas City. And it was at the end of the game, less than a minute left, and the team that uh, had the ball driving um, was not within field goal range. They threw a pass down the field. Somebody intercepted it on fourth down. And in the return, they ended up fumbling it and gave, the team that was behind, the new set of downs, and they ended up winning. That was the Patriots-Chargers playoff game. Thanks, Rick. Got some phone issues going on there. San Diego at the time intercepted Tom Brady yeah. and then fumbled, and then New England wound up beating them late, and then they wound up losing to the Colts in the AFC Championship game because that was 2006, and we all know what happened in M&T Bank Stadium during the divisional round of 2006. But – doesn't want to hear anything about leading the NFL on interceptions. <clears throat> From an IQ standpoint, that was a bad play. Yes. Geno Stone, you would you would get a demerit right there. It was fourth and one, Bob, from the Baltimore 36. The score was 35 nothing at the time. You know, and there was uh, uh, about, uh, what, six minutes, five minutes left in the third. So, so I, I mean, to me, if I'm the DB coach, I'm going to give you a minus on this. You know, I don't mind it up 35. If that's a 17-14 game, we need those 16 yards. You know, just be smart. And he'll probably say, Coach, I, I knew that, and I knew it was 35 nothing. That's why I caught it. Let's get back to the phones. Let's go to East Baltimore. Jason, Jason, what's happening? Vinny at Andy, 105.7 The Fan. Hey, Uncle Bob, Uncle Vinny. Hey, man. Hey man, I told you guys last week we was going big game hunting. I told you we was going, we was going to decapitate that big blue lion. But I read something online yesterday, man, that blew my mind. They say Tom Brady and Lamar Jackson are the only two quarterbacks that have three quarterback, 
three games of a quarterback rating of 155, and it took Tom Brady 20-plus years to get it. And Lamar got his third one, I think, this weekend already. Like, how many years Lamar been in the league? Five, six, six years? Five or six. It yeah. says six years. Yeah, yeah that's, that's remarkable. I think we're going to be good this week out in Arizona. I think, um, you know, it's going to be personal. And because, um, you know, I know Lamar had to feel betrayed by Hollywood requesting to get out of here to go play with his former quarterback. But I was really calling about uh, Kyle Van Noy. I'm really impressed with him, man. I'm really hoping we could bring him back next year. I think he was just the, the total voice we needed on defense to go with everything we already had. And I think um, I, I'm hoping he's a mainstay here. I'm, I don't know how old he is. I know he's on the other side of 30. 32. But how long do you think we can keep him around, uh, Vinny? I don't, you know, I, I, to me, I'd let it play out, you know, see how he finishes the year. Um, just because he's, he's a good pass rusher, you know, whereas Clowney can play the run and the pass. Um, oh, I would keep both of the guys, no doubt about it. I think they complement each other very well. Well, you know, we get a Jabo back too. Then you got four. You know, then the, your two older guys, you know, because I think Clowney played 44 snaps and Vanoy played, I, I think, close to similar to that. You know, you get them down to where they're playing 25 snaps and the young kids are playing, you know, the 40 snaps. To me, you'll even get more production. Right, right, right. Yeah, you definitely. I definitely wouldn't try to make them guys starters. I let the young guys do their thing. But to have those guys there, I think um, Vanoy's presence, man, from a cerebral standpoint really is beneficial to the Ravens because I know what he said coming into that game had to resonate with the players. I don't think it rubbed them the wrong way. It really, to me, made them show up and show out. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Thanks, Jason. Vanoy, 32, by the way. 32. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why he was sitting out. I mean, I guess when you're at that stage of your career where you're getting into the media <laughs> realm a little bit with the Pat McAfee show – where you can pick and choose opportunities. And he, so far, so good, picked the right one here yeah. with the Ravens. Now, speaking of, you know, TV guys and stuff, now with Sue, you going after Sue? I mean, it seems like Sue's saying, I want to come to the Ravens. But again, to who's he replacing? That's, that's, I mean, who's not playing well enough that Indomitian Sue has to come off the TV set to take his job? I don't see that guy. It's video to any 1057 the pick. Have it all striker. USA Today, the Ravens wire is going to be joining us. Stay tuned for that. Ravens at Arizona after dismantling Detroit. Whip around 11-15. Who are the 12 best teams in the NFL through seven weeks? Last night, San Francisco. They were number one for a long time. They've lost two in a row. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.